finally, the whole reason why I wanted to do this episode, Tom Jones, ladies. Let's knock them out. We got three of them, starting with Diane Salento in Tom Jones. This is her sole nomination, and she went into Oscar night with nothing. Um, okay, so Tom Jones, she plays Molly Seagram, who is the town wench, who literally has like six minutes of screen time, like three of which are dominated by a, a church fight. So she's got like three minutes where she's actually talking. Um, and she again plays the wench of the town who seduces and sleeps with Jones. And that's literally all she does. Um, let's talk about it. Let's talk about Tom Jones. Let's talk about Diane Salento, a very forgotten nominee. Mm-hmm. So, I love a good town wench. Um, it's why I'm friends with you. Uh, <laughs> I think she does pretty well here. Um, she's not given a whole lot to do. She's not given a lot of screen time. But she has a um, a nice presence whenever she is around. It's mostly in the beginning, if I remember correctly, in like the first uh-huh. quarter or third of the movie. And she kind of fades away. Uh, she has a very, a sort of feral alley cat energy to her um which shakes things up a little bit considering how buttoned up and stuffy most of the other characters in this movie are so she's able to stand out in that way um i would say a lot of her performance is physical um the way she moves a lot of her reactions um facial gestures um but uh, she's really not given a whole lot to do character-wise. When the movie's over, I'm not entirely sure who she is, aside from the reputation that she has here, uh, being sort of the, the village bicycle. Um, but she's perfectly okay, I guess. I'm not sure what else she could have done to really elevate it other than just be bigger. But that's not always the answer because sometimes that becomes a distraction. But in a movie like Tom Jones, I could have gone for a distraction. So she's all right. So fuck you, you shady bitch, number one. Um, Number two, I timed where Salento comes into this movie and where she leaves it. Because she is literally so sporadic for her six minutes. But a good chunk of that six minutes is one specific point of this movie. Like her very last scene, she doesn't even have any lines. She just like has this beautiful stare off with Susanna York. Like she's, okay. So she comes into the movie exactly five minutes into the movie. And let's just talk about her accent. She's an Australian actress who's... Australian accent doesn't even sound Australian. I'll just point that out. But like, then she's playing this British woman. But like, she literally like pops out of the field like she's some whore Disney character, just like coming out of a bush. Like, and she goes, "Tam Jones," and I'm like, "The fuck!" Like, <laughs> what? Like, literally, like I anybody, please go watch it. She pops out. Tam Jones. <laughs> like, what is going on? Like, I was instantly enamored with with her her, her voice here. Like, and she then, like, smokes she... twenty packs of Virginia Slims a day <laughs> right. in this time period. <laughs> right. Like, like, what is this 
voice. Like, it's so comedic when it's not supposed to be. And then, like, she backs up on this bench and she starts, like, taking off her clothes. And literally the way she, I'm not kidding, guys. Rewatch this movie. She goes, you make me laugh, Tom. <laughs> like, what? Like, and then they just start doing it in the bushes. And then, like, she shows up to the to this church and just, like, gets into this fight. And the church fight, then, is, like, literally 13 minutes into the movie. So we've already, like, forgotten about her, pretty much. And then this is, like, a good chunk for scenes. And then she gets into this fight. And then literally five minutes later is an, the last big chunk of her scenes before the final scene. And she goes on this, like, rampage, like, you never got a hold of me, Tom. How is I supposed to love you, Tom? And I'm like, whoa, bitch. Like, settle down. Like, I can smell your breath through the screen. Like, it's just, it's all over the place. Her last scene comes at 55 minutes into the movie. So if she's got six minutes of screen time, it shows you how sporadic she is in this film. And literally, she, like, does Tom. Like, she, this bitch shows up just, like, in horror field, just, like, <laughs> laying on the grass. Just laying on the grass, ready to be plucked, and she's she's <laughs> mind you throughout the time that we've seen her last till now. Tom Jones like sparked this romance with Susanna York's character, and just again pops up in Horfield and is like, <laughs> "Tell me I'm wrong though." Like she comes out of nowhere, and she's laying there just like rolling in in, in the grass, and she's like. We gotta do it, Tom. And it's like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? So then, like, Tom Jones automatically somehow these like townspeople know that Tom Jones is fucking in Horfields with the wench of the town, and like go to just beat him up, and like <laughs> Susanna York pops out of nowhere to like get his clothes, and then they're fucking like some cadaver sewer, and like she catches. Diane Salento getting dressed and Salento like gives her this look like bitch I wish you would and then that's it that's her role she's gone for the rest of the movie and this movie is like almost what three hours long like it's ridiculous <laughs> I just cannot with this movie and I cannot with this performance oh my god <laughs> so she needs to go back to her home on Whore Island where she belongs um but this movie is actually only two hours and nine minutes, but it feels excruciatingly okay. long. Okay, that's what I mean. This is like, I thought it was three hours. This movie just is so fucking weird. And, and the fact that this is probably one of, if not my least favorite best picture winner of all time. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a toward the bottom of the list for me. But yeah. um, you want to know how I would have made Tom Jones better? Besides the fact of just making a better movie. Not if, making it at all? Well, there's that. But if you were to recast uh, Diana Salento with Susan Tyrell. Oh, my God. How much better would it have been? <laughs> I just realized, too. She sounds like Roz from Monsters, Inc. Yeah, kind of. Wazowski. <laughs> you know the funny thing? Like, Susan Tyrell wouldn't have even needed to do an accent. She could just do her fat city voice, and I would have been perfectly okay with it. Oh, God, this fucking movie. But you know what's so weird about it, too? How small of a role Salento has here and how brief it is. She has, like, 
top one of the top buildings in this movie. Like, I wonder... she comes before um, Evans and Redman on the poster, I believe. I wonder if it was alphabetical when know. it came to the, the supporting parts. I don't know. All I know is that this movie fucking sucks, and it just it's so hysterically bad. Like, it doesn't make any sense at all. Yes, it is uh, quite not good. <sighs> all right. I don't want to move on from Salento because it's just so funny talking about her, but um, we have to. Oh, no, I... Wait a minute. Okay, so this is actually... I'm looking at the poster now. I, I'm mistaken. So it goes Albert Finney, Susanna York, Hugh Griffin, Edith Evans, Joan Greenwood. So Joyce Swimman isn't even on it, but there's a specific area on the left side of the poster that says um, Diane Salento, like her, she's literally credited ahead of Albert Finney, but by herself separately. It's very weird. Hmm. Very weird. Um, okay, continuing with uh, the women of Tom Jones, we have Joyce Redman in her first of two nominations. We talked about her in <laughs> Othello. I love still your letterbox review, by the way. This movie gets two points. One point for Joyce Redman, the other one for Maggie Smith. Um, in Tom Jones, she plays Jenny Jones and Mrs. Waters, which even after seeing this movie, I don't understand that. Um, where she shows up for a chicken dinner, has sex with some food, then almost has sex with, I guess, her son, and then almost dies. Uh, what, what, what's going on here? Um, so I was pretty confused uh, by this nomination. Um, so you said she wasn't even listed on the poster. Is that what you had said? Correct. So that kind of makes sense to me. Um, because honestly, I find her kind of forgettable in this movie. Uh, I mean, the, the food eating scene is really about it. Um, her like last bit there at the end, because I, th- I believe she, is she the only one who speaks directly to the camera besides Fanny? She looks at the camera. Yeah. So she's the only one who gets that opportunity, that sort of wink at the audience. So I guess in a way she kind of leaves a note on the audience when the credits roll or whatever. But other than that food scene, which is, you know, innuendo as fuck, like so far beyond symbolism that it's damn near literal food sex, there's not a whole lot to her as a character. Um, I mean, I ha- I'd have to imagine that this scene was inspiration for the nine and a half week scene uh, with Mickey Rourke there in the 80s where they have their little food sex scene. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if this was um, a major influence on that, but that movie kind of takes it to another level. Uh, I mean, I guess that scene, to really dive into it, is really the only moment where I think she stands out it's also kind of just a standout scene because it is weird how long that sequence goes on for where they're Mm -hmm. like eating a chicken bone then eating a chicken bone then eating some fruit then eating some fruit and then sensually eating bread and then it's like it goes back and forth for a crazy amount of minutes like we get it we understand that you are showing a sex scene without showing a sex scene we fucking get it tom jones but the movie just keeps bashing you over the head with it. And even though Joyce Redman is 
pretty funny in that moment. After a while, I just kind of fade out because it kind of reaches a plateau after the first two minutes. And I just kind of check out. And that's uh, unfortunate for her. Um, but then when she comes back in in the end, I wouldn't say she's doing anything show-stopping in any way. She's cute. She's charming. She has her her little wink at the camera moments um, to show that, I guess, breaking the fourth wall is hereditary. I don't know what they were going for. But um, she's okay, I guess. Is she his mom? Is there, like, this incest thing now in this film? Like, I just... I am so confused. I've seen this movie and I clearly miss something, but it's hard to miss something because she really only has like three scenes. Now, mind you, keep in mind with Tom Jones too, this is very interesting. And I really want to dive into this a little bit about how this fucking campaign for this movie went, because you have, you nominated Salento, who's literally only in the beginning of the film. You nominated Joyce Redmond, who is only in the last half hour of the movie. You nominated Edith Evans, who we'll get to next, who's right in the middle. So you have a woman in each section of this film. But it's like... And then you have Susanna York, who really is... You're going to nominate a supporting actress in this movie. Should have gone to her. Like, it's... I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get who Redmond was. I don't get this nomination. I just... I don't get this film. (laughs) Help me. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You are my only hope. Do you... Do you know if Susanna York was campaign supporting? Because I was wondering throughout the film what she would have actually been campaigned as in real life. Because I, it seems like the type of role where she might have wanted to go lead being this sort of starlet of the moment, you know, in the way that we saw happening all the time in old Hollywood. So I wonder if, if she would have been nominated, if she would have actually popped up in lead. I don't know. You know who would know? Andrew Carden. You listen yes. to Patreon. You'll hear this. Um, Andrew, listen, do us a favor. If you, because you always pull out these random FYC ads out of your ass, and I'm really interested when you get them. Can you let us know if where Dork was for Tom Jones? That would be greatly appreciated. We love you. Thank you. You have been listening to a clip from one of our Academy Queens bonus episodes. If you would like to hear all of this episode and the rest of our sensational bonus content, please prance on over to patreon.com slash academyqueens and join our queendom.